0: The Kendall and Casey show. I'm Rob Casey's here. Casey, we have such a special guest joining yeah. us today. Indie Rock legend, the great Henry Lee Summer, joins us now on the Drivehubler.com hotline. And you know, Henry Lee, I'm so curious. 35 years ago, Wish I Had a Girl, it takes the nation by storm. Did you think, hey, 35 years later, people are still going to be loving this song? <laughs>
1: I didn't think I'd live for 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> How you guys doing? All right?
0: Yeah, we're doing, we're doing yeah. great. You know, I, I'm always curious, like, great songwriters, great artists. Can you tell us about that song? That's kind of your signature staple song. What went into writing that song? And when you're putting it together, did you think, man, this is going to be a big hit?
1: <laughs> I wrote it down in uh, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. We were playing this club out right on the river. And uh, Rick Bennett, my guitar player, we were walking to the club to practice, and they had all these uh, stripper clubs where you go and play whatever, and they dance for you in these cages or whatever. But we, it was a couple of those girls walked out in front of us, and they were doing that that dance that, the, that strippers know how to do, that, that walk. You I, know, don't, I don't and,
2: know what you're talking about. Can you explain <laughs> you know, more? You
1: know, it's where everything's going this and that and that and this and <laughs> up and down and all around. I, I ain't trying to be bold or nothing, but, you know, we they, they, they know how to do that stuff. Well, me and my big mouth, I went, mean, woo! And she so, said, so I'm going to walk like that. Turned <laughs> around, flip me a bird. But, uh, uh, we both agreed, man, that sounds like a good time for a song. So no, I promise. Um, now I sound like Joe Biden. I promise. No, no fooling I went in the club and in like in 15 minutes wrote the song, the whole thing.
0: When did you know this is going to be a huge hit? Was there a moment as you're recording it, you're putting it together? When did you know, hey, we got a mega hit on our hands here?
1: Because when I, when I first played it in the like we played that night, we had to play it like three or four times, because people would keep hey pass pass song in. So I knew it. I knew there's something that was good, and that's always been the case. Any song that I've written that's worth listening to is just something that somehow just, you know, comes out. Anytime I sit down and try to write a good song, try to do anything right and you know really take my time, it sounds like dog maneuver, but just, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I think that's the difference between like average people like myself and like Paul McCartney. I think they, I think they get that, whatever that lightning is, I think it strikes a whole lot more times and what and it does for me, but it, it it's a, it's a love-hate thing because I I love writing songs when I got something that's cool or it sounds good, but most of the time that's it sounds like dog manure. <laughs>
2: Henry Lee Summers <laughs> joining Sorry. us. It's Kendall and Casey. Uh, Henry Lee, so you were also credited for being the producer on that song. I'm curious, where did you actually record it?
1: Uh, well, there's the first, I recorded first on the album uh, Time for Big Fun, which is, uh, that's how I got a record deal. We uh, put that in the stores, and we could prove that we sold fifty thousand copies. For and for a local band to do that, that was yeah. at the time that was a that was a big deal. That's how we got a deal, because they could we could we could prove that we truly sold that many records. And so, uh, uh, what did you ask me? <laughs> I,
2: <forget what laughs> I asked you where you recorded the song originally.
1: Oh, recorded. Um, that's what I said. The first that album recorded in my house. I had mm-hmm. a small studio, and that was what, time for it playing And then uh, when I got signed, we went to New York at the record plant and and, uh, worked there with all big producers and all that stuff. Well, Henry
0: Lee Summer is our guest, and the video is so great for those of us who are Hoosier lifers because much of that was shot in and outside the Vogue. Any memories of putting that now very famous music video together?
1: Yeah. I knew uh, Bob Bailey from uh, Lafayette. He used to come in and watch our band, and that's Axl Rose. His band was there while we were filming, our our video, he, they were making fun, making fun of me because I, I was acting pretty squirrely as usual. <laughs> but I, I just I, <laughs> I just remember them like they shaking their heads, going, "Oh man, what is this?" I mean, they were just kidding. They are being cool. They're they're nice people.
0: Our producer Kevin has a, has a question for you, Henry Lee.
2: Hey Henry, I just want to Thank know, you. are there um, any musicians or bands in particular that inspired you to pursue a career in music?
1: Yeah, Paul Rogers and Free. Yeah, that like, nice. That was like the guy that I truly tried to um, stylize my voice. But I never could do that, but I mean, he. I just like the, the, the way that whole band with how they sounded. Like that song, All Right Now, to me is like the best rock pop song. You know, everything about it to me is just perfect. I mean, the way he sings it, the the guitar solo. it just every time I still this day, every time I hear that song, it's like. <clears throat> Make him just dance know, around, and act like a fool.
0: I'm <laughs> curious, Henry Lee. Henry Lee Summer is our guest. I saw you last year at an event in Avon, and you still sounded outstanding. And you know, well, you're thank you very much. well. You're rolling right out there with the hits, "Wish I Had a Girl," and, and you know, "Hands on the Radio," and just all of, you know, "Hey Baby," and just all the stuff that made you famous. Do you ever get bored playing those songs, or are they so special no. to you that you just say, "Man, I just no. still love to play them"?
1: I wish I had a lot more because it. <laughs> When you're playing live and, and as a, you know, when you play songs, you want the people to enjoy them. So, um, yeah, I wish I had a lot more hit <laughs> songs to make it, make it a lot easier. But you no, know, people ask me all the time. And I don't know. The only time I don't like playing those songs is if I'm playing somewhere where it's not, it doesn't happen much anymore. But there, every once in a while you get to a club or a place that doesn't like, your style of music, so there's nothing you can do about it. And when, you, when that happens, you just gotta plow on through and say they say they were expecting a, a heavy metal or something band, and you're and, you know, that's we're nothing like that. So. That's the only time I don't enjoy playing the songs when people are disappointed.
2: Yeah, those people don't read the marquee. Well, you have been on stage with a lot of famous people. Stevie Ray Vaughan, Eddie Money, the Doobie Brothers, Chicago, Don Henley, Robert Palmer, John Mellencamp. That's me. Yeah, that's you. Um, Okay, so Richard Marks, 38 Special, Cheap Trick, the list goes on and on. You've shared the stage with a lot of people. You've played for Farm Aid before. Um, So I'm going to ask you, do you have any drama or dirt or tea you want to spill about any of these artists that you have toured with that most people don't I had, know?
1: I have I a whole lot of stuff I could tell you that I probably wouldn't. <laughs> no, I would not never tell you. <laughs> you know, I, 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 he put it in the vault. I know all kinds of stuff. But I th- I'll, tell you, I'll tell you stuff I can't tell you. Unbelievably, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was i was on tour with him. I wouldn't just play with him. I mean, we we go out for like two or three months with each group. And I was on tour constantly for you know, at least, at least a decade. And it, and the the hardest partying band is not who you think it'd be. because It's it not Guns N' Roses?
2: I, I, huh? Is it Guns N' Roses?
1: No. <laughs> Chicago. What? Oh, yeah! What? I can't believe That band, that band, got, <laughs> I shouldn't be saying it.
2: Yes, you should.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we played Mardi Gras. I mean, we played in uh, uh, Louisiana. And at baton rouge and i mean the tour manager guy. at in the morning they had they run up that, down the streets looking for him because they're <laughs> they laying down in the, in the alleys or something i mean they, they just drinking i don't know but uh, they were cool and great people it just, they just partied and not with drugs just alcohol they just drank a lot and had a good time i, mm-hmm. I don't want to make it sound like a, i'm putting a bad light on they, they were just they, i'm not saying it as a compliment they were they were hard-partying rock and rollers, and it's amazing because they're such such good musicians.
2: Yeah. Kev, go ahead. Yeah, I'm a musician myself, and I play in a band. And I just hey, want to you. know if you have any advice for younger musicians who perhaps want to follow in your footsteps.
1: Well, any I talk to somebody here, I just tell them, do, uh, uh, do uh, work hard and stay away from drugs. I, I made a mistake at Make some bad choices. That that will that will stop your career dead cold. So if you want to if you want to you know you, you have a chance, do what you like to do about music. Don't try to don't try to copy anybody else. Use your influences, but just play whatever makes you feel like feel like. We get on stage and how it comes out. You know some people are gonna hate you and some people are gonna make fun of you. But if you stick with that, you, the people will find you and the people will like whatever you're hearing in your head they'll come that that's that's you know it takes a while but if you can if you can stay you know if you can stick it out and put up with all the people not liking you and making fun of you and all that stuff it pays off in the end because you'll find a, an audience that will stick by you you know even times are bad uh
0: henry lee summer yeah. our guest couple of minutes left with him hey so henry lee the word on the street is you are a pretty good high school basketball player can you mm. confirm that
1: well i'm the one's been spreading that around <laughs> <laughs> I think I got a full ride scholarship, believe it or not, to uh, Rock Springs, Wyoming. Wow! And I went went out there, and and there were people on the team that you know from towns nobody ever heard of. These are just like all of them are like ten million times better than I ever could be. I mean, little guys like be five foot seven could Tommy Hawk slam dunk the ball. I mean, what what can I do with something like that? You know. Now you
0: you played at Brazil High School, correct?
1: Correct. Yeah. Uh, I graduated 1993. What? Eighty three. It- Eighty three. <laughs> no, Seventy three. <There> <laughs>
0: Seventy three. That sounds more more like it. I don't want to date you. Uh, any memories? You know of
1: my 50, my 50 year reunion this year. Can you believe? It? That- Fifty years.
0: Well, so that, that came into my final question that I that I was going to ask, you, and we so appreciate your time today. Um, do, you, you, do you still enjoy it? You still be out? Enjoy being out and about and being in front of the people. It's
1: a, seriously. It, there's nothing in my whole life. I mean, besides the love of family and and all that stuff, you know, the the, the, the obvious stuff. But anything else, there's not. I'm completely a, like a one trick pony. Music, I love it. I mean, just yeah. There's, I mean, I wait. I would play. I play for free. If they didn't pay me. I still play.
0: Don't say that too loud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because sometimes that happens. But, you know, I love, I love it. And uh, as I get older, the more I appreciate just being able to still do it. 'cause I'm not I, I promise myself that I don't I, I much as I love it, I don't want to keep doing it if I can't at least rock. You know, if I don't have the intensity to get up there and rock. I mean maybe I can't hit every note or something, but if I if I get to the point to where I'm just like a you know, like a, a pale invitation to myself, I'm not going to do that to myself.
0: The great Henry Lee I'm
1: Summer. I'm still sure rocking right now, though. I have sure got it. Yeah,
0: you sure do, man. Oh. Like I said, I saw you last year. You guys were awesome. And, man, we just really appreciate you, the great Henry Lee Summer, spending a few uh, few minutes with us today here on the Kendall and Casey Show. You're the best. Thank you, my friend.
1: Thank you very much.
0: That was the great Henry Lee Summer. And, you know, before the interview, Casey, mm-hmm. Henry Lee, told this blew, blew me away.
2: He listens to our show? I know. I know. You know what? Henry Lee, we would love a custom Kendall and Casey Jingle. Oh
0: my That, that would be, be so great.
2: Maybe something specific to WIBC, a bumper song, bumper music. We'll we'll play it nonstop.
0: How, <laughs> and we say this all the time about our show the amount of people who listen. And how wild is that to know Henry Lee Summer, who I've listened to his music
2: 10,000 mm-hmm. times? Mm-hmm. He's
0: just rolling around central Indiana and Kendall and Casey's yeah, on his radio. He's,
2: he's playing us and we're playing him. It's very symbiotic.